Welcome to Talking Schmidt. I'm your host, Eric Schmidt. And I'm Greg Burmeister. And our guest today, the very talented, the very hilarious Griffin Henley. Welcome, Griffin. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. So glad to have you. I want to start with Greg first, though, if that's all right. That's fine. So... (laughs) Uh, well, actually, I'll start with you, Griffin. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking roller coaster this is already. <laughs> Are you familiar with the phrase whipping shitty? Actually, I'm going to start with Greg first. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, I am I'm not, but I'm always, uh, I'm always eager ex- to learn. I'm about always these eager to learn and yeah. excited for new vernacular. Okay. Greg, why don't you tell us about whipping shitties? What it means is you take your car out. Um, you can do this on on clean pavement, but we used to do it on ice, and you drive really fast, <laughs> <laughs> and you pull the e brake and you spin your car around. What does okay. that sound like to you? Does that sound like something you already know a word for? I feel like that's a donut, right? So apparently. And Greg, why don't you tell them what this is? Yeah, uh, and and I, I didn't realize this either until recently. But now, did you did you start in anthropology or is this a new? <laughs> yeah, yeah, new? yeah, yeah. I, I, I completed it too. <laughs> four, four years. <laughs> and uh, apparently, this is only specific to Minnesota. We call it uh, spinning your car around, whipping shitties. Fascinating. Yeah, yes, I, the I only didn't state. know. Yeah, I didn't know that wasn't just a thing that everyone knew. I do love like different words words for things in different areas like i'm from jersey yeah. there's the whole taylor ham okay uh, pork roll debate which is like north jersey yeah it's taylor ham and in south jersey it's it's pork roll yes um and so that's fun yeah i've had i've, I've gone to the jersey shore and i saw that on the menu for like breakfast sandwiches yeah. and i was like what, what is that like a sushi item they're incorporating into this <laughs> <laughs> it sounds... it's i think it's it's most like um it's like a canadian bacon Oh, yeah, kind yeah. Of. it's like you know, it's yeah. a com- it's a compressed. It's just cheap. It's just cheap processed yeah. ham. It's just cheap yeah. ham. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get to the occult. Okay. May we? May we? I mean, well, that's a good jumping off point. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, are you allowed to eat ham while participating in the occult? Dep- it depends on it depends on the uh, the ritual. Okay. Um, so what what kind of ritual you've been doing occult rituals? Is that true? Yeah. So um, probably about the past, I guess, like four or five years, I've started getting really interested in ritual magic. It all started when I... I uh, you were into regular magic before. Into, well, my dad was a magician. <laughs> right. Um, so, but he did, he did have some uh, minor occult texts in the basement. But uh, I... <laughs> he did. I mean, he did. They would sometimes have books that were a little bit of both. It was like, here's a couple of card tricks, and here's a, the, a brief history of Aleister Crowley. And here's how to summon the devil. Yeah. Um, there, actually, no, that's so funny that you said there was one about... There was a, a passage about giving your soul to the devil oh. and the whole process of it. It fucking fascinated fascinated me yeah, yeah that's I, I think he's obsessed with this do you, one do you ever hear about that guitarist who's like an old robert johnson is that it he, <laughs> the like, blues guy yeah yeah yeah, the blues yeah, yeah. Guy. he sold his soul to the devil and yeah. like somehow he just became like this virtuoso at the guitar like overnight yeah. do you believe do you believe that's the fact or you know i here's my thing about belief i like to to hold two things in my head at once i like to believe everything and nothing at the same time okay so i i I believe that he probably experienced something that he believed to have been that. And that became a motivator. And that became a motive. Like, yeah. I, think, I feel like all modern use of ritual magic, it's kind of like um, the secret on steroids. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it, you know, it's a lot of brain hacking. And if you believe sort of, it, you can achieve it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, 
I start when I. You said you found one. You said you found one. Well, yeah. I, I, there was this one. This that that text that I read when I was at my in my at my parents' house when I was a kid kind of obsessed me. This I, it was this where you would hold your feet and your head and you would pledge everything between to you know the Dark Lord Lucifer and all that that fun <laughs> business. And I would just go down and read that passage frequently. Um, <laughs> but but my like as an adult, I found uh, I. I I'm, you know, I'm like a big comic book guy, and yeah. I got really into this one comic book writer, Grant Morrison, who uh, is a, a ritual magician and a, a chaos magician. That's the the specific style of magic that I'm, I'm mostly into. And uh, in you know this book, the the Invisibles, he basically like it's what's called a hyper sigil, which is this use of art to send out a sort of a message or an idea or a you know something like that, and. Uh, so he teaches you in the book basically how to start on the road of, of using ritual magic. And there's a speech that he did that I, I suggest everybody listen to if anyone's remotely inter interested in this at DisinfoCon in the, I think it was in the late 90s, early 2000s. He gives this speech where he basically just like very clear. It's the magical texts are really hard to read. And they're meant to be that way. They want it to. They want to keep all this stuff sort of secret. And they want you to have to reread and learn from other books. But he basically just got up on stage and told you exactly how to do it. Hmm. And it works. Wow. And, and is uh, is this the one you've been reading recently, or that's the one you? This is where I, I started, oh, okay. and then I, I that kind of like opened my mind to you know going back to sort of you know hermetic magic from you know the late 1800s early 1900s and then getting interested in sort of like uh discordianism and robert anton wilson uh more modern day stuff uh but yeah so so chaos magic is essentially you know uh exerting your will over the universe through rituals and you can kind of pick and choose from every religious tradition to kind of build your own pantheon and you, and you met kind of like a higher up recently well, yeah, yeah. So one of so one of the it's, it's pretty funny. One of the rituals I was doing, um, you know, because being in working in comedy and doing that sort of thing, I was uh, trying to to summon a trickster god to help me in my work. <laughs> which uh, which we'll get to your work later on. But yeah, yeah when, we, when we do the Amazing. plugs. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, you know, your Lokis, your Hermes, your, your Pans, your oh, kind classic. of these kind yeah. of these guys that kind of hang around and fuck shit up for fun. And <laughs> you know, me and Hermes are pretty close. But uh, I was, <laughs> and that's a god. Yeah. Or an angel. Or an arc. Everything like is a... everything is everything, man. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> shit. oh my God, he's Fuck. right. Oh. Yeah. Never uh, thought of it that these way. These are all just different. Every culture has different names for these guys. But I was, um, yeah, I was doing this. This and this goes back to what you were saying about like eating eating ham. Can you eat ham sometimes? Because there's a lot of fasting that goes into this. Actually, <laughs> I really need some ham right there, now. There can be. There can. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I was doing. Um, uh, this ritual to to summon this sort of you know uh, trickster entity and what goes into the ritual I gotta ask are you allowed to say a or? surprising amount of masturbating really yeah uh. yeah <laughs> uh, okay. you know you gotta um, it depends you know it depends like for this for this specific one I you know I I 
you know, I have a little area in my house where I do these sort of things and I, I kind of clear it. I clear the area of anything that isn't that. So like anything that doesn't sort of in my mind metaphorically represent a sort of chaotic or trickster energy, I kind of removed and I surrounded myself with, you know, icons of that sort of, you know, pictures of Andy Kaufman and oh, okay. this sort of thing. And um I it really just sounds like you're a comedy nerd. Like pictures of Andy Kaufman masturbating a lot. That's <laughs> this is all pretty yeah, 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 yeah. But the, you know, it's about but purpose. Hermes. It's about it's about intent. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's <laughs> so um but so yeah, I did this I did this uh ritual where I'd been fasting and meditating for about a week leading up to it and uh had remained celibate and uh had been eating, you know, uh only specific things at certain times and you know, it's a it's an arduous process for a you know, hopefully some sort of minor reward and uh, basically but you I went, got rewarded quite greatly. Well, it was in, so that it, it wasn't the right guy. Here's the thing. Oh, this is the thing with tricksters. You can't trust them. Right. So <laughs> so I was. Uh, the ritual, I don't know that I would be summoning any. Yeah, well, that sounds like complicated. Yeah. To... <laughs> uh, and so the, you know the ritual ended and absolutely nothing happened and I you know I kind of felt like well maybe that was a bit of a waste of time and then. You know, I was doing some work and then I, I go to take a shower and I look up and there's just this African guy. Oh, in the shower, in your apartment, in the shower, in the with shower, me. Um, you know, top, wow. he had like a top hat and there was like very brightly colored outfit. And <laughs> I, I knew like this is I didn't know he was African and, and not like just black because of the the accent oh okay yeah yeah all right he spoke he spoke, spoke to yeah, me yeah. yeah and um wasn't just there and then got out of there no he was just like <laughs> using that towel no uh, <laughs> and so you know i i know that it's that you know uh the sort of caribbean and african practices are very much closed oh, yeah. practices mm -hmm. that like you know generally white people are not allowed in and like totally cool get that don't want to fuck around with it because right. i don't want to you know upset any sort of spirit sure you want to be woke in your occult approach yeah you know? and so yeah, i was like yeah. i was like hey i think you have the wrong guy mm. and he was <laughs> <laughs> have you looked at my skin <laughs> I, was like, I think you got the wrong guy and then he kind of like nodded and then you know it sort of communicated telepathically with me that that he was going to get out of there. And then the next day I was walking down the street and I there was this this place where a bunch of people were coming out um, in like white all white outfits. Uh, and it was some sort of a uh, I don't know if it was voodoo hoodoo sort of practice uh, that they had been doing. But I saw the flag that he had on his hat was on the car outside Whoa. and i was like oh that's where he he just had misdirections and whatever <laughs> entity i was summoning misdirected him to my apartment so you met a lost uh god yeah i okay. think I, that's my only uh, it wasn't just a guy yeah well that's true yeah. well i would hope not that would certainly be an alarming wasn't situation just some guy it wasn't, it wasn't a fancy uh burglar yeah. he was he was very nice and you know if, if we were I, I tried to be as respectful as i could are you uh are you currently fasting for any sort of uh occult reason? not at the moment okay. i kind of um i i've pulled back a little bit just because uh, after the guy in the shower well <laughs> uh you know it's a lot of it's a lot of work and it's i'm i don't i've come to the 
point in my practice of it that I'm, I'm no longer interested in exerting my will on the universe. I'd rather just kind of see what it has to offer. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Quite, quite a turnabout there. Um, does sleep deprivation go into it at all? Often. That's, okay. Often, yeah. You, men- you, you mentioned you had an odd sleep schedule uh, yeah. before. And was that was that as a result or was that it always helps. the case? It, it works. Okay. So like, uh, you know. And sorry you, to cut you off there. No, no. That's, uh, I have no idea. But um, <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you, you got to get into some sort of a, a state, some sort of a, either meditation or um, sleep deprivation works um, or, you know, it, you need a lot of energy, putting energy towards it, you know, whether that be through pleasure or suffering or there needs to be some sort of human soul energy that goes into these things. Um, but, yeah, often I do a lot of the ritual stuff very, very late at night and I, I work uh, late at night as well. And so I, I tend to the way that I, I sort of break up my day is I'll usually I'll wake up at around like 8 a.m. walk my dog um, and then I sleep from probably around 10 until 3 good morning boys uh, yes. oh yeah it's, it's 3 p.m. Right uh, and then I'll, I'll I'll usually be up until after after 3 I usually stay up until around 6 7 a.m. wow holy shit okay yeah. uh, and listen like I know you personally so I already know the answer to this question but I'm sure listeners are wondering are you on drugs sometimes oh I yeah, thought, occasionally. Uh, I thought, well, uh, no, no drinking. I don't drink. Yeah, no, right, no, no, right. no okay. drinking. But I'll, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll dabble in some, um, some psychedelics here and there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Another thing that increases the sort of uh, potential of some of these rituals. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. I mean, with that combination of fasting, sleep deprivation, some psychedelics. What yes. kind of psychedelics quite, are we talking? Quite the cocktail. Love. I love a mushroom. I love a little oh, yeah. LSD. I love. Um, have you had? And I, you know, maybe I'll reach out to them and see if they'll be a sponsor of ours. But have you had silos? No. Yeah. Tried those. It's the gummies. It's the like uh, mushroom gummies. Um, They they remove the. You know how sometimes if you take mushrooms, it like your stomach gets a little absolutely yeah yeah. Don't or some people some people vomit from it. Yeah yeah. I I don't I don't have that. I get a little tummy trouble here and there. So that they remove the part of mushrooms that like fucks your stomach up. So it's just the psychoactive part. So great. Just called silo psilocybin. Yeah. P s y l o. I will say for those curious, I was on absolutely nothing when I saw the man in the shower. Very good. I'm sure. And hadn't been for days. Every listener was curious. I know. (laughs) So thank. Thank you for clearing yeah, that immedi- up. Yeah, immediately after telling a story about a vivid hallucination, I go on about how I occasionally do psychedelics, and then everyone's oh, like, "Oh, well, that's what it yeah. was." Oh, well, that—that's no, 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 no. Also, I do a lot of acid. <laughs> <laughs> Got a head full of acid, just walking around. Are you on any right now? No, 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 no. No, no you just woke no. up. Yeah, just I'm, woke just, up. I'm just on a little pomplumus. <laughs> oh, crispy pomplumus. Yeah. Uh, what is so you, you explain your sleep schedule a little bit to me in text. Can you can you go into more detail because it's a little confusing to me. Uh, I mean, I know you just said it, but like that's yeah. you, that's your that's your average or that is that's right. Reg- that's pretty okay. regular. Yeah. How long has it been that way? I would say like at least a couple of years. Oh, wow. ever since you because you, you've had like the, the same. We won't name where you work, but you've had yeah. like that same job for about that. Yeah, I work in time. I work in restaurants, okay. uh, make ends meet, but um, and so that's all nighttime generally. Yeah. So yeah. I, I like to be alert for that. You know, I like to. Have a have a nice couple of cups of coffee right before I get in there to serve the folks. <laughs> I just accidentally <laughs> tapped my coffee cup before you said that. Uh, so you're uh, let's 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 shift subjects here a bit. You you recently uh, have have joined the smartphone community. Yeah, you were, you were a big holdout for a long time. Big holdout. And uh, we talked about that because you had just switched or were about to switch. I think the last time you did the podcast. Yeah. Uh, what 
What are you what are you liking? What are you not liking? What's what's your experience been like? Um, I you know, I like it for all of the um the sort of like day-to-day stuff i love like being able to always know where i'm going practical practical things, things. Yeah. like not having to carry around a piece of paper where Maps i wrote directions and, and like the subway app that tells you when the trains come in yeah that's nice i like um i basically for me though it's like mostly just like oh i have a camera that i can call people on like that's what's <laughs> been what's been really nice is being able to you know not have to ask my wife whenever i want to film something <laughs> well you, you know. uh because before you 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 have like nicer cameras, right? Like you're one of the no, oh really? No, like, no, no, no. Don't you have like uh, like any DSLR or like any any? How did you take pictures? Before? Nothing. No. I just did. <laughs> just well, I don't take pictures. I just use it for film and for like little TikToks and Instagram things. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't take pictures. I. It's actually a point of contention with a lot of people in my life because I I don't save photos. I don't. I couldn't care less about like pictures of friends or family or myself or any like it's all you're I, not fooled by this this hobby mo- this mirage this, this hobby of bullshit yeah i've got a pretty good brain i can remember what you look like <laughs> your instagrams are all just screen grabs of words like, <laughs> i mean I, yeah, it really yeah, is it really actually, yeah that was more of a statement not a question yeah uh i hear you have a dog i do have a dog yeah um lefty we've got her during the pandemic she's the best she's a labradoodle oh yeah it was my first uh dog since my childhood dog and it's it's just been the fucking best man uh childhood dog still around or no no oh. no my i a dog named houdini who was that one of your like worst childhood experiences probably i mean i i i think you know towards the end of my childhood dog's life i i started to resent the dog a lot because i was kind of in charge of walking it and i think that was a way for me to deal with knowing that they were going to die because i was like if I cannot like the dog by the time it's dead, then it won't, you won't, I won't be, be upset. Sad. Yeah, yeah. And so I did that, and I one of the biggest regrets of my life. Wow. Yeah. You know, I asked that joke as a bit, and uh, and then we. It well, got, fuck you. It, it got real. It, uh, <laughs> 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 well, fuck you then. Um, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you open up. That's some, some interesting insight. I'm an open boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we talked a little bit about this uh, in the pre-interview here. You 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 like to cook? I do. Yeah, I love cooking every day. I try. Yeah, I don't. I you know I'm not a big fan of going out to eat. Uh, I I I I'm also incredibly paranoid, so I don't. I'm not a big fan of other people preparing my food. Really? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I like to see where it starts, where it ends. I like to be a part of the whole process. Uh, if it's someone I know cooking for me, like that's totally fine. But like I, you know, no, having worked in restaurants, I don't want to. I don't want to be a part yeah, of what's I, going on back there. I've read. I, I've, yeah, I've been in the back of restaurants. I've read Kitchen Confidential. Yeah, I you've know. seen Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, yeah, you know the whole. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. Waiting with Ryan yeah. Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't need to. Yeah, I, I just try not to think about it. Is what I do. Well, uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the first thing you remember learning how to cook? I would say probably the first, like, because my, my dad always cooked. Um, and uh, so he he taught me what a little bit here and there. But I think the first thing that I, like, struck out on my own to make was, like, probably, like, steak. Something oh, simple. I like to how, start with something really simple. How old were you when you I was when probably, you... like, God, like, 
22 23 oh no i mean i mean like when you were a kid like what was the first like i mean beyond like pouring milk into cereal what was your what do you think your first probably like quesadillas oh yeah I got a cheese a, quesadilla yeah uh, i got like a, a a quesadilla press for christmas once from an aunt a press yeah oh, wow and so oh, I, was, I was just i was always just yeah, a pan, pan boy pan, that pan, was kind of my go-to com- coming home from like lunch uh in school i would like make myself a nice little quesadilla and... with cheese or were yeah. you getting much crazy no a quesadilla that? without cheese it's no no two no. tortillas I, no, I, mean, <laughs> I mean were you putting more than cheese into it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah probably oh, okay. i mean, Protein. Maybe I'd, I'd fuck around with a little chicken. Maybe I would... Uh, some peppers. Some peppers. Yeah, some onions. I don't know. Yeah. I remember when I was growing up, uh, I think I was like five or six, and my parents taught me how to fry eggs just so like I wouldn't have to wake them up on a Saturday morning when <laughs> oh, I was hungry. Wow. They're like, here's how you do this. It's actually pretty easy. Butter, egg, flip it, boom. Nice. You're good. Yeah, so that that's the first thing I remember learning how to cook, and like that's very easy, obviously. I feel like steak is easier than men who like to cook steak let on oh it's the easiest thing in the world yeah, yeah. i made one we, we actually both made one at the, the same other time no, well no. we didn't know oh yeah. he posted his to instagram a picture yeah and i, I saw proud it and i was steak. like i made a steak too yeah wow yeah, yeah. it's very easy yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. so easy <laughs> but men are like I'm, i cook a really good steak and, and if like, you don't have dude, a cast what? iron skill yeah. it's gonna yeah. be terrible yeah, like, like no, dude, it's good to know you have a full functioning brain great two minutes two minutes all right it's fine garlic and then butter then you spoon it on do a little basting wow you figured it out asshole um thanksgiving's coming up yeah as you well know do you celebrate that yeah okay yeah uh i mean not like aggressively right right (laughs) dress up like a pilgrim no (laughs) you don't go to the parade yeah actually it's funny i was when i was in kindergarten we had to do like a little thanksgiving pageant and they had everybody you know, wear like a, a paper bag Indian vest that we decorated and then a pilgrim hat. And I refused uh, because they were not friends. Okay. <laughs> right. And I was like, I'll do one or the other. Yeah, but nobody come... wore both. No. That was not a thing. <laughs> this is yeah, It's not a yeah. mashup. Yeah. yeah, I read I read the history books. Uh, so what are your favorite meats? Do you like any of the meats that are around Thanksgiving or? You know, I like uh, I like a turkey leg. I like dark meat. I'm a dark meat same, guy. Same, same. I've yeah. always been a big dark meat guy. Like, the white meat of a turkey is nearly inedible. Yeah. I don't even know why. Like, I'm for just getting rid of turkey as the meat for Thanksgiving, period. Yeah. It's not good. No, it's... It, and... Ham? Great. I hate... I, I, here's the thing. I, I Like, a, an Easter ham? We spent the first part of this podcast talking all exclusively about ham and whipping and we're gonna shitties. Keep talking, <laughs> we're, and we're going to keep talking about ham. Um, ham is the thread through this episode. <laughs> I love a ham sandwich. I hate, like, a big ham. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm talking about, like, the, the sliced... Yeah. The, the slices, right? Yeah. But, like, that's okay? I mean, I'll eat it. I'll eat anything, Like, really. the, you know, like, the honey-baked ham, you know? Yeah, no, I know what, what you're talking about. I know what, know what you're talking like, about. <laughs> what, did, I, I <laughs> what, what about spam? No, no, no. Well, Ooh. I don't know. I don't know if that I've ever had it in a good way. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Well, my, my mom used to work at the Spam Museum. What? There's yeah. a Spam Museum? Yeah, I grew up in Spamtown, USA. What? Yeah, it's it, where uh, Hormel Foods is headquartered. Oh, that's oh, right. Wow. I yeah. knew that. I didn't realize that was they were that Spam was in the Hormel family. Yeah, I almost got on the TLC show uh, My Strange Addiction because I have so much Spam merchandise. I have Spam what? frisbees, beach towel, flip flops. I've never I've got here? it all. 
Uh, I have apartment? some of it here. Most of it's back home, though. Oh, okay. I was like, I've Keep never. It there. Yeah, I've never. <laughs> the city isn't ready yeah. for it. Dude. I, I can show you the piece of the wall from the spam museum that I have in my bedroom. Oh, well, we'll have to take a look. That's at that. amazing. And then, yeah. and then, hey, Patreon people, we're gonna post a picture of it to Ooh, the Patreon. Yes. So join that Patreon if you want to see some exclusive spam. A picture of some exclusive Wait, spam. How long have you guys known each other? Uh, 11, 12 years? Yeah. And the spams never come up. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's fascinating. We don't really talk. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we only do. It's 30 minutes a week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what other... So, you know, one of the side dishes for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. They put, have you heard about this? They put oysters in it. That's the traditional for stuffing. Did you really? know about that? Yeah. Is oysters and I've stuffing. never heard of that. Yeah. So I've never had it that way. I'd be interested to try it though. Yeah. Well, is that like a New England thing specific? Or is that like Probably. A, that sounds like a, it, right? right? Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a New England thing. That's like, yeah. I mean, there's always there's always like weird uh little old things that like keep hap- like ketchup used to be made of mushrooms. What? Yeah. Listen, you've said a lot of nutty things on this <laughs> podcast, but that takes the cake. If, that's, if that's crazier than I masturbate to meet gods. <laughs> oh, man. Was it made out of the good mushrooms or like? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Wow. no, it, was, no it was made out of like, you know, like your normal mushrooms. Was oh, like, oh, it was like mushrooms. Like, you're not, you're not a... mushrooms. No. <laughs> wow. That's fascinating. Where did you read about that? Uh, there's a, oh, oh, this is great. There's a YouTube channel called uh, JAS Townsend. Mm-hmm. And it's this guy who's adorable, who <laughs> uh, dresses in like colonial outfits and teaches you about recipes and food from the like colonial. The, yeah. From from the 1700s. Wow. Um, OK. Back to the sides, though. Sure. Uh, which are your favorite sides for, for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I love you? stuffing. Yeah. Loves oysters or not? I'm sure I would like it with oysters. I don't. I don't know what the consistency would be like, but um, <laughs> they blend them. Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm uh, yes. Stuffing. Agree with you on mashed potatoes and gravy. Mashed potatoes. Uh, that's, sure. That takes the cake. Every no matter where I go for Thanksgiving, I always go back like three times and just fill my plate with mashed potatoes. And gravy. I say. I say. Uh, pick a potato though. I don't like having both sweet potato and... See, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's tough to... Because that would be my third, but that's way too much starch. I can't just have, like, some dry-ass turkey and then both potatoes. So, yeah. hmm. Are, do you allow mac and cheese in your sides for Thanksgiving? Why the fuck would mac and cheese be out of Thanksgiving? Hey, listen. I don't... <laughs> listen, some people do it. It's not a traditional thing for me, but it is for, for other Is that folks. like a southern thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't consider that uh, those people humans. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any, what about green any, bean casserole? Though? Green bean casserole? Sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna eat it. But okay, I, so it's, if it's there, I'm not upset. Okay. So stuffing, mashed potatoes, and then whatever meat we're going with. Yeah. Okay. Um. That's fucking mac and cheese. At thanks. That's insane. <laughs> I know. That's like, oh, we're having pho at Thanksgiving. That just makes no sense. <laughs> it has no connection to. What are your what are your top three cuisines? Um, I would say, you know, coming from New Jersey, Italian has to be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, you know, if I'm, if are I'm, you Italian at all? No, not okay. at all. But it's like, it's just uh, sort of so a part of the culture. There's just really good Italian food. There's there. really yeah. good Italian food. There's, you know, there's 
And it encompasses so much too, like steaks. You can, yeah, anything can be done in an Italian way. It's just about <laughs> simple, good ingredients. We stole the Italian way to do steaks, though. Yeah. Like the big, rare steak is yeah, an Italian yeah. thing. Sweat on it uh, a little bit. Florentine style, I believe, is um, what that's called. Yeah, so even, you know, uh, I would say like my town was probably like 50 50 uh, Irish, Italian, American. And by this point, they're getting along or. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. And let's just say the, the the Irish families weren't contributing to the cuisine. No, no. Um, not a not a top 3 cuisine for sure. Yeah. So if like you're going to a party, you're there's like going to be at least a couple of different ZDs made by different people. Um Yeah, pasta. I mean, fuck, yeah. man. But that's like, that's like pasta. my that's my my go-to like if I'm cooking dinner for myself is I'm going to do a carbonara. Dude, same same fucking I've made one this week. It's the best. Do you have a place where you get good guanciale? Uh, no, I don't. I don't go for the guanciale. I'll just. I'll just do pancetta. Ah, yeah. You know that's not the traditional way. Oh, really? I hadn't heard that. Yeah. All right. Well, just, <laughs> just making sure. I, you know, I didn't want listeners to think I wasn't going to point that out. Uh, I mean, the tail there. lane. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, so I would put Mexican top three. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I, would say, I would say I, Italian, Indian, Mexican. Hmm. Indian. Indian's very good. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not cooking Indian. I, I'll occasionally do a curry here or there because um, my wife's mostly vegetarian, so that's always a good thing for us to have Great. together. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, I love Indian takeout. Does she? Uh, does your vegetarian wife eat uh, the Italian cheeses? Like uh, your pecorinos, your parmesans. Yeah, yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, those technically have some meat in them. Don't yeah, they? did you know that? She didn't. Well, let's not tell her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there any uh, type of food you won't eat? Like what's like, uh, mm-hmm. not not cuisine wise, but just like, uh, is there like a, a food item, a vegetable, a fruit, and anything like that that you're like never won't eat? I'm not wild about pumpkin. Okay. Um. So love, pumpkin love, pie at Thanksgiving, you're not reaching I'm not, for I'm it. not reaching for it. Or like a pumpkin soup or, you know, like some people do like a pumpkin ravioli kind of thing. Sure. Not for me. Like. God bless. Yeah. You know. But so I, there's not, I can't think of anything that I'm like absolutely not. I used to not like Coke or I thought I, I didn't like coconut. <laughs> yeah. I used to not like Coke. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like Coke. Now I love I, it. And then I <laughs> really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> The more I did. You know, you'd see it on TV and be like, oh, it seems terrible what they're doing, that cocaine. And then you try it and it's fucking great. What's your sleep schedule? (laughs) Same as you. Uh, So, uh, but no, uh, coconut, I, I, I. I thought I didn't like because I'd only ever had like the dessert, like the shaved onto dessert version. Uh-huh. But like coconut in fucking in India or uh, oh, yeah, yeah. in Thai and yeah. Indian cooking oh, is my amazing. God. It's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, all I'm saying is, folks, just try things in different ways. Yeah. So you Open like your it. mind. Yeah. Eat something different, like your own cum, and then oh, summon my. a god. <laughs> Talk to Hermes about it. You know, I have a question, but I'm not going to ask, ask it. it. Ask no. it. Ask it. <laughs> Ask it. Have you eaten your own cum? Of course I have. Oh my god! <laughs> this is our wildest episode. Blood, yet, Greg. cum, piss. <laughs> really? Sure. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, remind me to not eat at your place. <laughs> I'll stick with restaurants. Actually. Um, how do you take your coffee? <laughs> Blood, cum, piss. <laughs> Just no pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, no, no pumpkin, but please. But pumpkin's so icky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, how do you take your coffee, though? Black. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
So never iced. No, I'll do ice. Okay. I think that's still considered black because water's sure, clear. Yeah. Well, right. But, uh, and it's made from water. I don't so know why, ice. though, but for some reason, like, when you say black coffee, I just picture just fucking just black coffee in a hot mug. That's, but like, <laughs> like, yeah. Just, yeah. like David Letterman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I, I like, uh, black hot coffee or, or iced or sometimes I, no ice, put it in the fridge. It just gets cold on its own. Oh, so you don't even put it in. After it's cold, you just drink it cold, no ice. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Do you ever, uh, when, here's what I've been doing when I go to the coffee places, by the way, because I'm a bit of an, like an environmentalist, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll order an iced coffee, but I'll ask for it in the paper cup. You ever do that? No, I've never, cause, no, because it actually keeps it cold really? better than the plastic. And it doesn't like go through the cup. I feel like I would be worried about. Does hot coffee, wouldn't hot coffee go through the cup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, anyway, so if you're an environmentalist, if you give a shit about the environment like I do, folks, get yourself a paper cup of coffee. Also, it probably uh, doesn't make your hand as cold, because whenever I get a uh, iced coffee in the, the plastic cup, my hand is freezing. Greg, you're right. There yeah. are so many <laughs> pros to this, and not, and not a single Not a con. single con. <laughs> uh, and then I get it without the plastic top, too, because I just like to drink like a regular person. I don't need a straw. I don't need any really? of that shit. Yeah. That's kind of fascinating. Yeah, and they're always like, wait, why are you doing that? And then I explain, and they're like, oh. They yeah. do what you just did. Uh, candy corn. <laughs> for or against? Uh, I, I'm glad it exists. I'm not going to eat it. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Uh, let's shift gears here. First movie you saw in the theaters. Aladdin. Fantastic wow. movie. Great I actually don't movie. even remember the first one I saw, but Aladdin, I know I did see it in theater. Great movie. Yeah. I don't remember seeing the it Will in Smith the theater. The Will Smith one, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the first movie a couple years ago. It was very exciting. Um <laughs> We should remind listeners that Griff is five years old. <laughs> I have a disorder. It made me grow real fast. Uh, would you consider yourself a cinephile? Do you go to the movies often? I, I love going to the movies. Is probably one of my favorite things. Um, I, 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 do you go to like the big new ones or are you mostly like an art house? I go to kind of anything, but I would, I wouldn't want to call myself a cinephile just because that would attract criticism from people who are more cinephiles right. than like Aladdin. I, yeah. <laughs> That's the first like I had any control right. over what my first movie was. No, my first movie was uh was a fucking uh Aguirre or whatever. Um no I I I now I, you're really pissed off the cinephiles. Good. Yeah. Um yeah I, I uh I wouldn't venture as far as calling myself a cinephile, but I'm a I'm a guy who does like to to watch movies. More of and, a movie buff. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm pretty jacked. So <laughs> yeah. What uh, what movies that are out now have you seen? You know, what? I just. Uh, I don't think it's out now, but I just watched that BlackBerry movie with uh, Glenn Howerton. I, I just watched that. A, like, Is he a couple not weeks the ago. best fucking actor? That was. I love that movie. He's so fantastic. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. It's oh, great. Yeah, highly recommend. Yeah, it's it's a fun, really fun, fun one. Um, and like nothing better than him just oh, screaming just at somebody. So he's even angrier than he is as De Dennis Reynolds. Yeah, like he's it's it's amazing. And I watched some interview with this guy who I guess worked at BlackBerry at the time, and he was like, uh, "That the the guy that he's playing was actually much nicer than that." But it's like, if you have Glenn Harrington, you're <laughs> yeah. gonna make him yell. Take in the advantage 70s. of the rage. Yeah. <laughs> do you watch a lot of movies at home, or do you mostly is your home viewing mostly like television? Stuff? Yeah, I would say I probably I mostly watch TV uh, at home. So you save like 
like the movies for yeah, where you intend. The, I, nothing better than going to the fucking movie theater, I, I'm the man. same. I go to so many. I go to movies I don't even want to see just because I like being at the theater. <laughs> yeah. The, getting the, the popcorn. Yeah, well, that's true. Thing. Like people are always like, oh, have you ever walked out of a movie? And it's like, no, like the bad ones are just as entertaining. Yeah. You know? I just like, like being yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe not just as, but like that's entertaining yeah. in its own way. You're like, wow, right. this is fascinatingly bad. I, I, I will, <laughs> and it's so big. Yeah. I, I, I will say this with a whole, whole chest and honesty. I prefer bad things to good things. Okay. I have a more fun time watching bad movies, bad plays, listening to bad music than I will ever have listening to good music. Wow. Mm. Do you or think that's movies. a way of like punishing yourself? I don't think so. I think it's I, I, uh, I enjoy watching people trying and failing. <laughs> like Tommy Wiseau. Wow. Yeah, oh my god, I love I love the room. The yeah, room's same, great. Oh, same. I wouldn't say that he failed though. I would say that was an absolute success. Yeah, yeah. I think that was I think it was a little intentional. Yeah. There's something there's something happening. I see what's going on. Yeah. I'm not I'm not falling for it. Uh, what streaming services do you use? I, I got Netflix and and Hulu. I'm not I'm not like a, a, you know, I'm not, there's no brand loyalty there. Hulu is the worst goddamn platform <laughs> ever. Well, oh, interesting timing here. This episode is brought to you by the fine folks at Hulu. Uh, if, if, if they didn't have Always Sunny. Yeah, they got, well, they got Always Sunny. They got uh, What We Do in the Shadows. They got. Yeah, they, I watched 30 Rock on there. Okay. Yeah. Repeatedly. They, they have like one I didn't even know you were racist. Simpsons. That's fine. <laughs> uh, is that a racist show? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, do you go to indie theaters as well when you like the what, the IFC the? Uh, I mean, if 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 it happens, I don't like. I... <laughs> Do you go if it happens? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, it's yeah. You know, I I I I, uh, I think that you know what they have like Film Forum or the what's the other one called? I can't remember. But like, I, if there's something cool going on, I'll go I'll go check it out. But yeah, again, no, I have no loyalty to any institution. All right. Well, yeah, and you want to be free. Yeah, right? that's that's the American dream. I'm truly. the freest man in in America. <laughs> we gotta remember to put that in, yeah. <laughs> in, the, uh, in the episode description. We talked to the freest man in America, Griffin Henley. Um, so you you you're you you work in entertainment. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you remember any good or bad or both advice you received from, you know, like adults or, or, or anyone when you were getting into it as like a kid or even later on, like any, any good or bad advice you received? Um, you know, there, it was weird. Like there's not, you don't get a lot of advice very early on. Um, when you're doing like high school stuff, everyone just treats you like you're, you know, God's gift. And then you, you, you assume everything's going to go according to plan and work out really, really well. (laughs) Yeah. We came up in the era of supportive. Exactly. yeah. 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 Um, I was like, wait, I, I didn't get that. I thought I was Christ. OK, um, well, but yeah, so I, I know I started in acting originally theater acting and I wanted to be a very serious, dramatic actor. And I think the best uh, advice I ever got, you know, when I was going to school for that and starting out there was I had this one teacher, Shakespeare teacher, who said, if you can ever envision yourself doing something else, do it. As opposed to this. And that was the moment where I was like, maybe I'm not going to be an actor because I could I, I, I would there's other things that I could do that I, I would be much better at and have more fun doing and more control. And so uh, that's why I, you know, left acting school, never went on a single audition and then and started doing comedy pretty much immediately after. Yeah. So is that the kind of advice you would give? Absolutely. OK. Yeah. I think there are there are probably, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, maybe testing things out 
uh, and they don't know what avenue to go in. Like entertainment is such a huge thing. Sure. Yeah. There are so many facets of it that people can be involved in and people can have fun doing that don't include, you know, rejection or these. So if, if you notice that there's a, something about the thing that you're doing that like you can't really get through or mm -hmm. deal with and you see, a, you know, maybe a light at the end of a different tunnel, mm -hmm. go. Always, always go towards the thing that you feel like you can do, um, and yeah. So that I think that that's that's a really good piece because there's a lot of people out there who will just keep working at something when they have you know maybe no actual skill at it, mm -hmm. but they it's right. what they it's what they want to do. But maybe if there's something that you can do, you can still stay, you know, at, be around. You know, the world needs casting agents. The world right. needs set decorators and these kinds of things you know it's not for everybody to mm -hmm. be the person on the stage in the spotlight yeah. or pick and choose what like you yeah. like you use music and comedy at the yeah. same time right. like you know yeah it can be a little grab bag performance yeah, sure. art like there's so many different mix it, avenues mix it up you know, yeah also i feel like there's so much pressure especially in america on young people period to pick something you want to do at the age of 18 yeah right and yeah. it's like uh i don't think you're in position to figure that the fuck out right <laughs> yeah. now like maybe just t first of all take a year off yeah <laughs> then go I, to college or a, don't go to college. i took a year off before doing anything and i can't i can't suggest it highly enough greg and i keep like i feel like almost every guest we have we come to the conclusion that if you want to work in entertainment uh and you don't live in new york or los angeles after you graduate high school, move to New York or Los Angeles <laughs> yeah, yeah. and just start, and just start at the people. very bottom, get a PA job, do whatever the fuck you yeah. have to do, get an internship. Talk but to you, people, meet as many yeah, people as you, you can. You don't yeah. need college to do that. Entertainment does, like, they can't teach that shit in fucking college. No. Like, you you learn, it, it's all, it would all be, you know, completely useless by the time you actually got a job. You know, yeah. like, you learn it on the job and then you take it with you from every job. Um, you tried to kill your brother once. Is that true? Yes, no, that's one hundred percent true. What was going? What were you? What were you? What was going? We on? were working on a a, a musical. Uh, it was right after I, I graduated high school. We were working on a, a musical that was going to go up at the New York uh, Musical Festival. And, I'm sorry, how old were you? Uh, 19, 18, okay. 19? Yeah, so. yeah. Um, this wasn't like children. No, children. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, we were so we were working on this musical because I think uh, younger brother. Yeah, my younger brother. Right, so you uh, had a bit of an advantage. I did. Yeah, and I'm also a lot bigger than him. Uh, oh, he's you know, a little bit shorter than me and very, very slim. And, uh, you know, at, at the time I was even probably bigger than I am now. So you're having like an artistic disagreement, I guess. Yeah, we were. So yeah, we were working on some lines and I, I, you know, I wrote, we wrote the book together, the, uh, the, you know, the, the dialogue and stuff. And, uh, we were having some disagreements about some joke or, or whatever it was. And we were outside at the time. And I, I, I had started the day off with two bottles of white wine, uh, <laughs> and uh, he said something that that irked me. I can't remember what it was. Two bottles of white wine, and uh, I I started to chase him around the the house with this rake, and I was I was set on taking him out. Yeah, and uh, rake's not a great weapon, though. No, it's not. Yeah, um, but what he did, which I, is it's one of the worst. I yeah, think, actually, which is which is very smart. If you're if you're uh, you know a smaller guy, he was you know so much faster. So he lapped me while I was chasing him around, jumped on my back, choked me out unconscious. Oh my wow. god! See, well, doesn't it seem like? Us taller folks should be faster than shorter folks, but that's never the case. Because of the legs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you, would, you would think so. What, what, what's, what, what is causing that? What is causing... 
two bottles of white wine. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that specific and one. And carrying a big rake. <laughs> yeah. I just mean, why is Shaq slower than Michael Jordan is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, He's it, quicker. His it, legs are, move quicker. When you're tall, you, you, take, you, you take longer strides, but you're just slower. Yeah. Mm, all right. Unless you're a distance runner. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you a distance runner? No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a biblical story. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. you're drinking wine, you're trying to kill your brother. David and Goliath. Yeah. You got Cain and Abel. Yeah. yeah. Cain and Abel. Speaking of Bible, uh, speaking of the Bible, the good book, by mm-hmm. the way they call it, mm-hmm. What's uh, who's your favorite Bible villain? I mean, I would say the big one. God. Oh, I thought you meant Ooh. the whale. I'm a big no. fan of the, the whale. whale. <laughs> the whale. Yeah. No, read, read if you, you know, if you read the book, which I have, not a nice guy. No. Uh, Talk about an occult book. Oh, no, buddy. But for real. Let's like, piss off everybody in this episode. Every, every, every single, uh, the Bible is one of the best, uh, was it Damien Eccles, who's a, who was one of the West Memphis Three, is that what it's called, right? He's like a big uh, uh, occult teacher right now, and he, he was say, basically saying how every single secret of, of uh, occult teaching can be found within the, the Bible. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a big book. There's a lot in Yeah, it. there's so yeah. much shit in there. Uh, sports, who do you like? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, I major in theology in college, but let's talk about sports. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, God, bad guy, uh, wants us all to be his slaves. Lucifer, cool dude. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So the met him, big nice fan, guy. Big fan, big fan How of about the, the New York Giants? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, New Jersey Devils. Sure. Yeah. No. Uh, you were, but you. Uh, so growing up, your dad was a magician. Yes. Uh, not a sportsman, but tried to yeah. teach you sports anyway. Well, yeah, because I think he wanted us to be able to to Have be like a in, well-rounded childhood, right, that kind of thing. He he was bullied so mercilessly for doing ballet as a kid, and mm-hmm. so he didn't want us to you know go be out outside to be ballerinas or, or to be ballerinas. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, he did he did his best to teach us about you know sports and stuff, but he his parents weren't great and he, he was never involved in that sort of thing so he didn't know the rules outside of like what you could plainly see of like you know you hit the ball you go to first you yeah. go to second put you go, the, you, uh, put right. the ball in the basket in the basket yeah. put, put the, the biscuit go, in the basket yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so outside of that like we we didn't know anything so we kind of you know, like if you're and you couldn't the, just google baseball how do we no, do this not know. at that time <laughs> no. no um so I don't know if you if you ever seen like the the Wolf Pack movie or the uh, about those kids that were like stuck in that house and never left home and so when they came outside they were like oh my god there's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so it, you know going to going to being signed up for like those rec teams early on I just remember this like intense feel it like felt like being like an Amish person on Rumspringa like I had genuinely no idea what was going on and was just so terribly embarrassed and ashamed of like you know. It's like walking into a game and not knowing the rules. You know, it's it's such a weird feeling, but still having to play with everybody else and I actually remember. Embarrassed to ask. I remember kickball being kind of confusing to me because, like, I didn't watch. It's in the name. You kick the ball. Well, <laughs> I, know, I, I gathered that part, uh, but like, I, I because I didn't watch a lot of baseball growing up. That mm-hmm. wasn't the sport we watched. We watched football uh, and 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 basketball. Uh, and in Florida, right? Yeah, so Dolphins, the big that, at that Dolphins, time, right? yeah, Dan Reno, very yeah. big, and then a lot of college football. But anyway, like the so the the also it's different because it's not baseball, you know. Right. Like it's similar enough, so like I do remember that being kind of confusing to me. And I, I yeah. grew up watching sports. Yeah, did you? You didn't watch any though growing up at no, all? No, nothing, nothing. I would occasionally listen to baseball games on the radio. 
Okay. I listen to a wow, lot. Wow, that's so old timey. I listen to a lot of <laughs> every, everything about me is old timey. Like I, I, AM radio. I, I grew up like obsessed with uh, like Jack Benny and George Burns and Gracie yeah, Allen, and yeah. I used to have all these uh, you know cassettes of radio programs from like the the you know the forties and the. Uh, Bet Your Life. You ever listen to Bet Your Life? No. Gra- Groucho Marx had a game show. It was so good. Where would where, where can you find that now? I, I, oh, it's all on YouTube. It's fantastic. Okay. Just the you, audio. I yeah. Guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was really into to radio growing up, and so um, I sometimes would listen to like old baseball games on the radio, and just I had really no idea what was going on, but I was just so fascinated by it. So I. I used to really like the guy who called the Florida Gator football games, mm-hmm. and I would put the TV on the game, but then do the radio over the TV. Ooh, to I get love those that. Ads. There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. So that was. Yeah. It's like listening to the Flaming Lips Zurika. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it. <laughs> the album on nineteen different stereos. Do you currently watch any sports, or uh, just um, focusing on the occult these days? I mean. <laughs> Look, there is a ritual nature to athletics. Sure, yeah. You know the what well, the Olympics started as a as a as a ritual to the gods, didn't it? Oh yeah, I guess everything that would make is. Sense. Um, yeah. uh, but but I have yeah. no idea if that's true. I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, though. good. Yeah. That's how I like it. Yeah. Um, I uh, you know I'll, I'll I'll watch the Olympics here and there. Um, I I you know I'll watch sometimes. You know I'm not like. I don't, I'm not one of those guys that like knows about fighting or like knows who the guys are. Like boxing or like yeah, wrestling. or like anything, okay. anything violent. I don't like know what's going on, but I'll I'll watch it. Yeah, because it's at least like exciting. Well, I mean that's some high stakes sports there. Man, yeah, you know because they kill the loser. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Great British Bake Off. Did you guys know that? <laughs> oh my god! I did Every not. single time someone gets someone uh, gets kicked off, they put a black bag over their head and they just shoot them. Oh, oh interesting! Man. I gotta yeah. start watching that. Yeah. yeah same. Uh, so top three sports. Uh, in America, by popularity, are football uh, number one, mm-hmm. and then baseball number two, and then basketball number three. Is that okay. how? Are, are, would you rank them that way? Like most popular overall, or like what I like the what, most what, of those three? Which do you rank those three? Oh man, I guess I would say basketball is probably the most exciting. Yeah, agreed. Right? Sure. Yeah. Um, I would say probably baseball is the best culture. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think there's something beautifully uh, American about um, you know going to a ballpark and having a hot dog and drinking a beer and and watching and also baseball is more about like I guess the the fun had along the way. It's not. It's it's less about you know the actual game itself. Yeah. The it's actual more, game is very boring. It's like yeah. watching an improv show where yeah. no one's talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a, that's how that's how I think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I would say. I think baseball should probably be number one. Oh wow! Basketball okay. second, football third. I I least interested in football. Least interested in okay. football. I tried to play football when uh, uh when I was in middle school because I, I they I had I got taken off of the soccer team because I was too violent, and so they thought that it would be a good th- move for me to be in football because I was just like tackling too much and hitting it. <laughs> Uh, and so I tried football, but the practices are so intense. Dude, that's why I quit football in, in high school. Yeah, it's like you played high school football. Well, like I think I played like through middle school. Oh, okay. uh, but yeah. um, that's that's why I quit and didn't go. And I, it, like we had, I think they had seven hour practices and on so, Saturdays. So much running, and, and yeah. the, but the thing is, like soccer, you're running way more in the game, and then but the football practices are so intense. They're, yeah, it's crazy. And I, I would, I you know, I, I was at. A practice uh it was like my second practice i was going really hard i threw up 
slipped on the throw up. <laughs> that sounds like a like something you would do, you know, as a, as an occult thing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I slipped on the throw up, and I was like, I can't do, I can't do this anymore. Huh. This isn't fun. This isn't there. Like, yeah, maybe there was like some status attached to it. Like in school, football kids were probably sure. a little yeah. bit yeah. cooler than some. But also, but... It's, the season started in August when yeah, it was yeah. just yeah. brutally hot. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh. Did you win any awards for your football or? Yeah, best puke. Uh, <laughs> have you, what, do you have like trophies at home? Do you? Uh... You know, I uh, my parents actually recently called me about because there's a bunch of trophies at home uh, from like theater competitions and stuff, oh. and they were like, "Do you want to save these?" It's like, no, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm the same. Like, I've, yeah. I've got some basketball trophies. I have like a, a wrestling trophy that I won, and I I haven't even seen any of those. In it's probably absolutely meaningless trash. Yeah. So, uh, parents, if you're out there, just Go ahead and get rid of that stuff. If, yeah. if your kid hasn't asked about it in five years, you can just go yeah, around. Yeah, you can get rid of it. Yeah, just get, dig a hole, it. say a weird prayer, yeah. bury And it. If, if your child, if your child wants and cares about their trophies, uh, you've failed. <laughs> <laughs> That's an incredibly insecure person. Uh, so, uh, Griff, what are you up to? What are you up to lately? What's going um, on? What, what, where, where can people find your art? Where's your art? What's going on? Yeah. So right now I'm working uh, with. Uh, a gentleman who goes by the name of Sad Boy Come uh, on is that YouTube. True? Yes, okay. it is. Yeah, and uh, we've been doing um, some public prank live streams uh, that we've been editing and putting up on TikTok and Instagram and stuff. It's been so much fun. Okay, and just cool. trying to create public chaos um, uh, and fun little things. We recently just did a a goth uh, meetup at the bar inside of Port Authority that was very successful. <laughs> um, we. The, the idea What's was... What's the name of that bar? Uh, Meet Me at McCann's. The bar oh. is called Meet Me at McCann's. Okay. I, what, there's another one that looks just horrible. Every time I walk by it, I'm like, who the fuck is I going know. there? Me, I, uh, <laughs> uh, the goths. And yeah. it's it's just... It, so we... Well, the base, the idea was that the uh, we, were on, we were going to take a bus to uh, a haunted mansion upstate, uh, and one of the ghosts got COVID, so they had to cancel the, the the whole tour. And so all these goths ended up stuck in the bar in Port Authority. Uh, and there's about like seven or eight of us. Uh, and, you know, cut, you know, so we, uh, we took over the, the jukebox, put on a bunch of Bauhaus. Uh, and then we, <laughs> and then we went out, you know, the statue of, uh, Jackie Gleason outside of Port Authority. Yeah, uh, we went outside and we tried to bring him to life using ritual magic, uh, to, so that he could take us, uh, to the haunted mansion. Right. Uh, and I actually, I met Penn Jillette while we were doing that. No way. Yeah. What? Oh. Swear to God. Penn Jillette was just walking by. He's such this a nice episode guy. has I worked, everything. I worked yeah. with him on Celebrity Apprentice and he's just the nicest, smartest oh guy. Oh my God. What a nice guy. Yeah. He was the best. He was my favorite cast member on that show. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, uh, we were, yeah, it was, it was interesting because I was watching a documentary with him that morning before Whoa. I went because it was, it was a documentary on the church of the sub genius, which is this big fake religion. And I was like, you know. In sort of like, you know, watching things to sort of get inspired about doing like big public pranks or whatever. And Pendulette made this documentary. And then I see him that night. Look, these are the synchronicities that happen when you live in a cult life. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'll say, man. Uh, we're going to have to do a whole other episode with you where we just dissect what we said on this one. Um, you're doing stand up as well, right? Yeah. Any yeah. shows coming out? Because this will be, be out this week. So This week? Um, yeah. I don't know if I have anything coming up just yet i just did a couple uh that were really fun 
Um, you know, just you know, hitting the circuit. Yeah, best as I can. All right. Well, up if, if, if something comes up, we'll, we'll update it uh, when we put the episode out. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, and then you're still you're doing a uh, a thing with a friend of the podcast, Matt Leary. What can you tell us about that project? Yeah, we uh, we took uh, we're looking at at B movies that are sort of like uh, public domain, and we're re-editing them and adding fun sound effects and basically making taking these these movies that are kind of unwatchable and trying to make them uh more watchable for modern audience i love that while uh also making them super funny and having a good time with them like we just the one that we just did was um carnival of souls i don't know if you ever seen that one it's an old old horror flick um and you know, it, the thing about those movies is, like, they'll fucking stay on a shot for so long. Oh, yeah. And, like, that, I know that's a, what a lot of people love about that movie, but, God, it's hard to get through. So, we, <laughs> so you cut that part we cut, out. We cut it down to, like, 22 minutes, the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, well, I can't wait to see that. Do, do you yeah. have an idea of, like, when uh, those will be out for public consumption? You or? know, we're hoping within the next couple of months, we're looking for a place to screen it right now. If anyone listening uh, knows of a place to screen it, get in touch with me. That'd looking be great. for a venue, guys. Looking for a venue. Well, Griffin, thank you so much for doing this podcast yeah, again. We absolutely. went way My over pleasure. what we planned to, but Good. that was great. That's, <laughs> great. All, that's what you want, actually. <laughs> Fun time, yeah. Thanks for doing it. Yeah, of course. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Talking Schmidt is recorded at Burmeister Studios in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Opening music is by Greg Burmeister. Closing music is by Dave Hill, friend of the pod. Our intern is Jason Travis. If you like what you've heard, please like, follow, and write a review for us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you didn't like it, please keep listening to it, but keep your opinions to yourself. If you really liked it, you can find bonus episodes over on our Talking Schmidt Patreon page. Membership is just $5 per month, and it goes a long way to buy us the equipment and bourbon we need. Thanks in advance, and hope you're doing great.